What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Starting Small Music Podcast. And today, I have a little bit of a different type of episode for you guys. For the past year, I've interviewed some of the top songwriters, producers, artists, session players, and players on the road in the music industry. In every interview, I close my interview by asking what a piece of advice is there is to the younger musicians of the world. And this episode is a compilation of their answers. I truly think if you're an aspiring musician, this episode could truly change your life and your outlook on music. In a world full of false gurus and people shoving information down your throat that might not be true, this video is the exact opposite of people giving real-world advice from real musicians that live and breathe the music industry. I know as an artist and songwriter, I've learned so much myself by talking to these individuals, and I hope you do too in this interview. Thank you so much for supporting Starting Small Music in 2022. I hope to see you guys around in 2023, and enjoy the episode. Just keep a smile on your face and it be okay. Try not to be bitter, you gotta do it. to any young songwriters or artists out there that are at home uh, working on songs, maybe writing in their room, thinking about making that move to Nashville, what do you have to say to them? I think, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, keep uh, keep writing, recording, learning everything you can to uh, put, put your, just put your stuff out there, put your music out there, connect. You know, one thing I wish I had when I was, you know, coming from a small town is uh, just a connection that we have uh, today with social media and everything you can it's, it's so easy to connect with people if you want uh, whether it's you know uh, dropping a message to whoever and and just you know putting your stuff out there for people to hear it's so, so much more accessible uh, I feel like so I think just yeah keep keep putting stuff out there keep working hard uh, I think persistence is the biggest key to all this you know if there's for my career, it's ups and downs. There's, you know, it's all over the place. So, uh, this isn't not for the faint of heart. You know, you gotta stay uh, uh, driven, and you know, it's the grindstone, and and just stay persistent. Don't take no for an answer, and just keep grinding out. And it's, and if you can move to, if you're living out there in a small town, I wish I had moved probably uh, somewhere maybe a little earlier. But everybody's got their own story. Everybody's got their own. Um, uh, own thing so if you, if you can move to a music hub where you, if you really want to do it and to try and pursue it then uh, i think that'll give you an advantage uh but there's a lot of ways to to do it so it just do you so what is your key to longevity in the music business because i mean you've had a career that's literally lasted 20 plus even close to 30 years like what's your what would be your uh advice to all the young musicians out there to keep a career that long and that successful well, I'm going on 35 years now almost. Wow. Um, so it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, I, the one piece of advice that I would give to everybody, there are players and I'm surrounded by them right now <laughs> that have in a weird way, more tech, infinitely more technique than I have, not infinitely, but, but plenty more, you know, mm -hmm. technically. Um, but the two things I think you should have are a sense of rhythm, right? Mm -hmm. You know, a solid sense of rhythm, an understanding of that, uh, how to play behind, how to play ahead, and 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 how to lock in, and how sparse you should be, things like that. And then the other thing is, your ideas 
are your stock and trade. That is what you are. It's not so much about the plane, even though you have to do that, as your ideas. That's the most important thing. And if you have those and you remain yourself throughout that and don't watch YouTube videos and think that you need to emulate those, be yourself, then that will work for you. And you never know how long it's going to last. You know, I feel very lucky that it's lasted as long as it has. And I thought around the turn of the century, uh, it's probably around 2002, there was a feeling in me that where I thought that it would end for some reason. I go, how could this logically go on? I remember having this conversation. I remember who was there. One, I remember talking about this in a studio. Um, maybe even that same darn studio, come to think of it, that's now oh, wow. United Western, where I did that. Yeah, it's really strange that all this, these things happen in these rooms. But um, it was around that time. And I remember the drummer was Abe Laborio Jr. And it was a session that where it was some record that never saw the light of day. But I remember us all sitting around and talking. And I remember the engineer is now not with us. He's passed on. But I remember us all talking with this feeling like, how can the music business possibly last without you? With, you know? And now it's 22 years later or whatever it is. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it I, I wasn't even, I wasn't even, I was only a third of the way through. I had no idea. And uh, last question for you, we always ask our guests, what's your advice to drummers or just musicians out there that may be in high school practicing their craft, wanting to move to Nashville one day? What is your advice to those um, people out there? Well, what do you play? Are you a songwriter or what do you do? I'm an artist songwriter uh, pursuing in country music, yeah. All right, man. See, so you're really forward thinking here. You got the podcast, which is a great way to connect with people. Great. Love it. Um, what was the question? Uh, oh, oh, advice. Yes. Advice, yeah. So, yeah. So, you, you know, location is everything. So if you want to write songs, it's really best to be in the songwriting capital of the world. And that's what Nashville is. Like all day, every day, people are writing, putting stories to chords and bringing a song, bringing a story to life. That's what we're really doing is telling a story. So if you want to be a songwriter, an artist, a song plugger, an instrumentalist, a touring musician, a recording musician, it can be done. And there's all these other jobs that are connected to the industry, stylists, PR people, social media managers, bus drivers, road chefs, uh, all these people that make this stuff happen, these jobs exist in Nashville because we have this big machinery of this whole web of stuff and to bring it up, to make it all happen, you've got to have all these jobs and all these cogs of the wheel all kind of fit together. So if you're passionate about music, get to Nashville, crash some parties, shake some hands, put your best foot forward. And, you know, hopefully you have a skill set that has been cultivated and nurtured through those 10,000 hours, you know, 10,000 hours of effort. And that's how you become an expert. And then even when you get there, you still got to be putting your best foot forward, never having a bad day, never mailing it in because you never know who's watching. So say yes to everything. Do those co-writes, do the open mic nights, take every gig that comes along, um, have a smile on your face, be enthusiastic, be passionate, and be patient because there are no overnight successes. Most overnight successes are people that have... 10, 20, 30 years in the trenches, right? And if you chose the right thing to do with your life, it never feels like hard work 
and it's so since it doesn't feel like hard work, it's so easy to get up and do it every day, all day. And the more time you put into it, the better it increases your chances for success over the long term. So have the skill, show up with a smile on your face, make it about people, never make it about yourself. Like for me, my job is not about like, look at me as a drummer. My job is to make the job that we're doing on stage super easy for that band, make Jason comfortable, bring those songs to life, rinse and repeat day after day, tour after tour, year after year. And that's how you get a job. And that's how you keep a job in the music business. Kind of wrap up, what is uh, your advice to those people that's dream it is to maybe specifically be a session musician, to be the next David Dorn, to be the next Just No Strander? What is your advice to those people in high school or on the come up right now? Well, you know, I mean, the, the biggest thing that I can say is listen to music. Listen to everything you can, you can find because, you know, as a player, it's looking for inspiration one, but learning from people that have already do it. And, and, you know, like so many great records have been made and like start to actually like dissect what a record is. What are the sounds going on? What are these parts? Why is this part being done? So these are things that you can do on your own. This is like homework assignments that you can just do. And we all love music anyway. So just listening to music, but not just as a casual fan, but actually like listening into the music, learning parts, learning how to, play what's there try to get sounds that are super close to what you're hearing um and then you know also i think it's really important that you that you can come up with together i think in the music industry right now it's like finding a group of people that can all kind of push each other it's really important man it's like finding your finding your group find people that are like-minded even in cities you might not be in nashville you know but you found somebody that's a great musician in your town there's other people that love music equally go out there and start playing even if it's just to say hey come over to the house we're gonna we're gonna try to break down this song learn something about it it's it's taking that type of initiative and then you know if you really want to be a session player i think you do have to move to one of the major music towns i think that's just kind of part of it um uh, not, it, that's not always the case, but I, I, you know, the reality is a, a lot of the stuff that's, that's done is in Nashville or LA, maybe, maybe more in Nashville than any other place to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Um, now we have these sort of opportunities and like sound better and these uh, remote sites, get on there, like put yourself out there, force yourself to almost like just have to get in it and do it, you know? And then, uh, you know, the biggest thing that I would say is like, you you practice because you want to be better like you you don't have to be told to practice you practice because that's just innately you want to be a better version of yourself musician the the thing that you have to really practice and hone in on is being a better networker being out there meeting people trying to actually say hey i've got something to offer you know and and then following up on that and so yeah, that, that's my advice, man. Hopefully that helps somebody. I kind of like to close out the the interview by asking your advice not only to um people that want to be tour managers, but like I said, someone that was, is working on the management side, what do you uh, look for in like an artist that's uh, on the rise? Like what's your advice to them as well? Well, you know, specifically, I just, I think that networking is very important and being involved in the local community where you live um, within music is very important too, because someone told me once, it's not necessarily who you know, it's about who knows you. And somebody that sees you know, potential in you, you know, is, is going to be the make or break to you getting an opportunity um, to show your skills. Because it is 
hugely due to luck, I do believe. Like, I think that you have to really be in the right place at the right time, and you have to be lucky to get that opportunity, but you also have to be prepared and you have to be ready. So that's kind of where the hard work versus luck thing goes in. You know, you have to know your stuff. You have to be on top of it, organized. You have to present yourself in a, uh, in, in a, in a way that's going to encourage them to want to hire you to represent, you know, whatever artist you're uh, eventually going to work for. But um, yeah, work hard, be, be nice, be engaging, ask questions. Don't be afraid to make mistakes because mistakes happen, but show your true understanding of how you made the mistake, what the mistake was and how you're going to modify your actions or, um, modify to make to, to not make that mistake in the future because um, all that stuff is very important and I also believe that regardless of what you're trying to do if there's a way for you to get close to that by doing something else um, like through proximity I think that's very important like uh, for for example myself working for the lighting company instead of the audio company if you yeah. really want to do audio I completely understand but if you want to be involved in the general, you know, in the general purpose of putting on a show, it might be a good idea to try and work for these other companies too, because they have less people applying to them, less people that actually want to be doing it, applying to them because there, there's really no lighting program. There's no video program there. There's film, but it's just a little different. So, yeah. And so to wrap it up, what is your advice to uh, aspiring songwriters and artists that want to be in your spot? Oh God, I feel like I am not at all qualified to speak on this, but <laughs> I will say, say yes to everything because I feel like all through college, which like I said, things, things end up working out the way they should, but all through college, I was like a scaredy cat and that's why I didn't play shows. Um, and the day that I decided like, nope, I'm just going to say yes to everything, everything that comes my way, regardless of I, if I think I'm above it or below it, I'm just going to say yes and do it, whether it's a show or whether it's a write or just like meeting and having a drink with somebody, um, just say yes and do it. And you never know what could come from it. And you might end up just really having fun. Just to wrap things up for you. I always like to, uh, ask the, the, um, my guests at the end, what their advice to their younger self would be, or someone just that wants to do what you're doing, uh, whether that be tour managing or playing for an artist, uh, what, what's your advice to them? Absolutely, man. This I, it, I thought you might answer ask this question, <laughs> but I've I've been fortunate enough to re, to get a lot of really good advice over the years, and I think the simplest way to put it, there's a lot of things I think in the music industry and in, in a lot of industries, but like if this is the industry you're focusing on, I think it can be very, it can be overwhelming or discourage. You know, it's it's obviously very competitive. Like if say you're a guitar player moving to Nashville, you know. I know I felt that way. Like, oh, there's a hundred guys playing right now that are way better than I'll ever be. Like the talent here is incredible. So that can be discouraging. And Nashville it, overall is a very like uplifting place. It's not like cutthroat. Like there is all that talent out there, but like people want to help out, which yeah. is great. But I think, I think the main thing, obviously do whatever you can to get good at your craft whether you're a guitar player or want to be a tour manager or want to be a photographer like whatever your thing is and it i guess i'm 
proof you don't have to pick just one. You can, if there's a lot of things you enjoy doing, you can pursue all of them. But the biggest thing I think is just like how you treat people and being a good person. And like, cause so much of like touring, especially, you know, we play for 45 minutes a day, a night. Most of the time is spent hanging out, you know, in the green room, on the bus, like, it's a lot of just like close quarters time where you're just hanging out and doing whatever, you know? And so the way you treat people, if you treat people well and respectfully, that's, I think the thing, and obviously you have, if you can back that up with your, with what, like your talent or your craft, whatever that is, that's great. But there's also plenty of very talented people who, would maybe not get asked, you know, wouldn't maybe not get something if they're not like respectful or nice or fun to be around, whatever it is. So I think the biggest thing is just remember, like always treat people well, because you just, you never know what that could lead to. Like in 2019, when I met Ernest and, you know, we spent a decent amount of time together. We were on the road for a month or so. Um, but I, you know, I never could have forecasted like, oh yeah, three years later, you're going to be playing guitar for him, playing these like awesome shows. I never right. could have anticipated that at the time, but because I was, because we had a good relationship and him, his manager and I, especially because we had a, a good relationship, then he thought to, you know, there's a hundred people he could have called before me, but we had had a, a, some sort of relationship that was, that was good. And he thought to call me. So I think yeah just focusing on the thing the things you, that you can control you can't control anyone else you can't control how talented anyone else is but you can control how you treat people and how you interact with people and that's the thing I think that can get you get you a long ways I always hear I've never met him but I always hear Garth Brooks is like one of the nicest people you'll ever meet like he's very personable and like if you shake his hand and tell him you have a sister and six months later, he'll remember you have a, he'll ask how your sister's doing kind of thing. Like, wow, that's, that's so, special. Yeah. So, and he's who, you know, he's Garth Brooks. Like, right. So I think it's just so much about how you treat people. Um, that, that can be the thing that will, will, uh, you know, inspire people to want to hire you or reach out to you again. So, yeah. And now I, I like to close my interviews all the time uh, with uh, your advice to uh, someone, the younger version of yourself, someone else that's wanting to uh, be where you are at your age. What would you say to that aspiring musician? Um, I would say on the songwriting side that no matter how crappy you think the song is that you're working on and that you're writing and you don't believe in it, write it, um, finish it. And because if I've learned anything, it's that you have to write the crappy songs and get those out of the way to get to the good ones. And, um, you know, every lyric and every melody that you write is exercising that muscle and it's conditioning you to become a better songwriter. And just like athletes go to training every single day, you have to, you know, do that. And so don't give up on it. Um, and as an artist, I would say that at the very beginning of being an artist, you're getting pulled and you're getting molded and you're getting, you know, shaped into what you want to be and, you know, this this idol, if you will, to in the spotlight to other people. And um, you have to be really precious with that and make sure that, you know, how you're getting molded and shaped, whether it's by yourself or by a team that you've surrounded yourself with, 
um, that that's who you want to be and that that truly is you because if things happen like you want them to, then that's going to be, you know, your image for the rest of your career. And you want that to be something that's uplifting and that's, you know, something that's to be looked up to by younger kids. And so, um, you know, stay true to yourself and don't let people, whether it's radio or record labels or managers or stylists or whatever, you know, don't, don't let them make you somebody that you're not proud of. So I like to uh, close out the interview with any advice that you would give, uh, not only to your younger self, but people that want to be in your position in say 10 years. Man, that's a tough one. Like I said, I mean, I sort of said it earlier, but it's just be, there's a, I'll, I'll say there's a fine line between confidence and cocky. People, people can pick up on both. Um, you don't want to be timid when you're going into a situation where you're confident in your abilities, but you also don't want to turn people off by your attitude. Um, but just be, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Be confident in your abilities. Uh, make connections with people. Even if someone, and it's not to say they don't seem important, but you never know who you're going to, you never know, especially if playing on Broadway, you never know who's watching you in the bar in Nashville or who, who's going to see you in, in this situation or the other. So always just, every time you're out in a professional setting, just be professional, Act, you know, just, just try to do your best uh, and put yourself out there and just don't be afraid if, you know, it's, and don't be afraid to be told no too. I mean, when I first started, you know, trying to break into the Broadway and touring scene, I mean, there's a lot of no's, a lot of, a lot of no, no replies. And, and that can be, you know, after a while that can add, that can be a little disheartening, but just try to keep your, uh, your head on straight and uh, just be professional and, and most of all, be, be confident and have a good time. So we like to close out the interview with what your advice would be to like a younger version of yourself, maybe someone that's going to be doing what you're doing 10, 10 to 15 years from now. And even uh, kind of going off that too, you have over 63,000 followers on TikTok and have had a couple go over a million views. Do you have any advice for TikTok as well to like the aspiring artists out there? Yeah, I mean... The only advice that I can give myself about that and to other people is that you can't be so precious with what you post. I think that a lot of times people over edit or over like over record trying to get that perfect, perfect, perfect take. But the videos that have done the best for me are the ones where I like had 10 minutes to film it in my bedroom. I grabbed my guitar. I sang like a, like an imperfect verse and put it up because that authenticity and that rawness is what TikTok loves. So just post, you know, there's really nothing to lose. Just put it up um, and someone's going to find it. So that's my TikTok advice. My advice to my younger self is probably don't be afraid to build the calluses at 13. Just do it, you know, like nobody's going to do it for you. So go stick with guitar lessons. Try things out. Don't be afraid to show other people your work. You're never going to be good the first time you do something. So get all that out of the way and then get all the practicing out of the way so that you can really find your voice. Um, I wish I had started earlier, but I don't regret it. I think I, my journey is exactly what it should have been. Um, but I do wonder like, oh, if I had really taken it seriously from 13, where could I be now? <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to do something, start trying and don't be afraid that it's hard. You know, when it gets hard, that means it's working. So uh, kind of to close things out, I kind of like to ask everybody what their advice to, is to be to someone that wants to be where you are, or even to your younger self. What's your advice to someone that wants to be a hit songwriter and artist in the music industry? Man, there's a lot of, a lot of things I could say, I think. Um, first of all, you know, you have to love the process because if you're working for results, you know, the results may come or they may not, you know, 
Um, it, it, this industry is so crazy and it's so difficult. You know, you're, you're up against not just everyone else in Nashville who has a guitar and is trying to do it, but everyone in the world who can, you know, has a phone and a computer and can record a song. You know, you're competing against so many people. But if you don't love the process, you'll burn out really quick. So uh, make sure you enjoy what you're doing. Keep your head down. Um, and the comparison game to myself, I would say, as a younger myself, I would say, you know, it's so easy to get lost in seeing what somebody's doing over there on the left, somebody's doing over there on the right. Um, but it's important not to really try to compare yourself. Be happy for other people's success um, and don't get discouraged, you know, when you're not moving at the same pace as someone else. So no. kind of to wrap up the interview, I always like to ask my guests what their advice is to the younger musicians who wants to be in your shoes in the next couple of years. Man, you know, I, I would say the, the biggest thing is, is just sticking to it. Like, you know, I've, I've been dropped from four record deals. I've been dropped from two publishing deals. Um, you know, I've, every time you think, oh, this is the one, we're going to make it, we're going to do, and then something hits you like a truck and you're like, yeah, I thought that was it. Or maybe I should do something else. You know, I, I, I've thought that over and over and over. Um, but I just am too stubborn and love music too much to, to stop. So I just kept putting in the time and the work and the hours. And, you know, they say that 10,000 hour thing, you know, about um, being good at something. And for me, it's, it's been like that times 10, 100,000 hours is what it's taken me. And so I feel like putting time in your craft, not giving up. And um, even on days when you don't feel like doing it, you know, whether it's writing or playing or practicing or, you know, whatever you can do to prepare you for it. Um, I, I think that's, that's probably what I would tell anybody who's, who's either starting out or, or stuck in a spot. So uh, kind of to like wrap up the interview, I always like to ask, what would your advice be to an aspiring musician that would want to be uh, a session musician like yourself or be touring the country just in a band? Uh, I think... I think there's a, especially in the age of like um, social, so in the age of social media, like instructional courses and people who are instructional minded, there's a lot of stuff about like getting skill sets together and doing this stuff. And while that's important, I really think it's very, very, very wise to cultivate your thing and get really good at it and get, get really good at working with other people and just always be doing something and be around other people and working with them. Cause it's as much luck as it is hard work. Totally. Um, and always be doing something that you care about because that influences where you get hired and who you get hired by, where you work. If you're putting out, if you're putting art out that you care about and would put your name on that's great and very obviously genuine, that goes very far. And sometimes it works out and that's all you have to do. <laughs> so uh, I like to close all my interviews with what your advice is to uh, aspiring musicians and songwriters out there. Uh, wow. I would say there's no better time than now. And with that being said, uh, just, just to chase something, your dream. But one of the quotes that's been sticking out to me, and it's been popping up a lot of different places, and I, I don't think that's on accident, but I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, nothing gets done in your comfort zone. So, you know, I had, it's, it's the old things like you got to be uncomfortable to get things done. You're moving, you're, you're, you're going for something. 
if you're in your comfort zone and I've been there to where, wow, I'm playing this way safe. I'm not getting anything done. I'm not pushing myself. I'm not, I'm not working with new people. I'm just riding with the same people over and over. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's going to work at some point if it's best, if it's meant to be. But from my experience, I've learned get out of that dang comfort zone, have some fun and just go for it, man. What is it's not going to hurt anything. Heck yeah. Actually. And uh, one more thing, what's next for your uh, solo career as well. So next for me is putting out more music and obviously getting, getting some more shows together. Where, where are you from by chance? Uh, South Bend, Indiana. Notre Dame. Oh my God, man. We're pretty much neighbors. Where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, a big goal for me is to hit that Midwest circuit, you know, going to places like Indianapolis and then moving over to my home state in Columbus and, and Cincinnati and then Illinois, just really honing in on where a lot of my base is along with putting new music out. So I think, uh, those things will go hand in hand, get new music out and then go tour on it. Now, I like to close all my interviews out by asking my guests, uh, is, some, is there something that you've learned during your time, like trying to pursue this career as a musician and uh, kind of what your advice would be to people that are pursuing music, you know? Yeah, I'd say that, especially if you're young in the industry, there's a, like two things, especially being like a young woman. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to try to pressure you into becoming someone that you necessarily don't want to be and as long as you know your boundaries you know who you are and what you're comfortable doing and what you're comfortable with being like you know just because something's necessarily trending or something is like something is going to look good from a marketing standpoint it doesn't mean that you need to be that and um i just think that and also for young people like a lot of people had an identity crisis when I turned 20 because I'm not a teenager anymore. And it's like, you can still make good music after you're like, just because you're not 15 anymore. You know, you don't have to be that 15, 16 year old prodigy. You can do music well into your 70s, 80s, like Iggy Pop, you know, music is for everyone. So I kind of like to end my interviews with uh, kind of you giving advice to anyone that's wanting to be in your position, either as a songwriter or an artist, something that you might have learned on uh, your path to where you are now. Man, I I fought. I, I'll I, I'm I'm I, I'm smiling because it's like I hated when people said this to me, and I didn't do it for a long time, and then I finally did, and like it's the only way I've ever gotten better at writing songs. Reps, reps, write the songs, write the bad ones, write the decent ones, write the good ones, write the be, better than that last one, write the, all of them. It doesn't matter. You like it's like, like. The analogy for me is like the guy that's been in the gym for 10 years, like lifting the same weight over and over, like, dude, like he's going to bench more than you. And like your job at the end of the day is to bench more than everyone else. So you got to take, you got to have the same reps. You know what I mean? Like, I like, my, it's, it's not a versus thing. Cause I, I want everyone to have success. I think there's more than enough success to have around. But at the end of the day, if you're looking at cutting one song and there's 10 songs for it, they're not, they don't care if you know it's just, they is anyone but like you're going against the greats already so it's like you got to just go have that that thing where it's like i'm going to write enough songs to have written you know what i mean like it's reps it's it's building the muscle 
and it's through that you I, I've learned everything that I know about writing from writing with other people and trying and to take what I think they do that is good and make it my own because there's that's how it's what I've been exposed to it's all what you expose yourself to I would be in Nashville I would be in LA I would be somewhere wherever the kind of music that they you want to write that that's where they write it I would try your best to be there and then just try your best to write as many songs as you can and that's all I want to do at this point I just want to write as many songs as I can without you know not being able to write good songs because I've written too many songs which I've gotten to that point but write the songs and like eventually you'll be like wow this one's really good and everyone else thinks so too that's crazy I never thought that would actually end up happening like <laughs> you know that's totally. all it, that's all it is so I don't know. That was a long-winded one sentence of write the songs, but truly that's, that's all it's been for me. Now uh, to close the interview, I always like to ask my guests what the, a piece of advice is that you would give um, kind of an aspiring musician or just something that you've learned on uh, your journey. My thing is like, to me, there's, there's, I look around and there's unlikely people succeeding. You know what I mean? To me. So I'm like, anybody can fucking do it. Like anybody, you just gotta, you gotta, I like, I, I'm a big fan of speaking it. I'm, when I was 18, 19, I was like, I want to be a part of Big Loud. I don't know how, I wasn't really writing that much then, but I've said, this is what I want to be a part of. And I spoke it and I spoke it and I tried to make step towards it and baby step, baby step, baby step. It's all about just speaking and trying to go for it to me. So that's, that's the, advice i would give but yeah believe you can do like you can do it because people have done it that might go or might not like may or may not belong now someone that works in a and r what is something that uh not only that you look for in uh a say a song that gets uh that you hear or like if uh, you're out listening to an artist what do you look for man it's a wide variety of things i think you know it's uh you know you know, the artists, I, you know, the artists and writers that I've signed since I've been over here, you know, and work with, it's, you know, I just, they, they work hard. You know, when I met Jordan Fletcher, it was Rome River Jam, and he was selling merch for Muscadine Bloodline, and uh, it was Old Dominion, Langston, Riley, Muscadine, it's supposed to be Joe Fortner, and uh, open up acoustic with Joe luckily you know sorry joe but your car broke down that day and i watched jordan fletcher without a cart carry these boxes across this big field one by one wipes his face gets up and sound checks i'm like who the hell is this guy plays his 20 minute acoustic thing goes back to slinging merch i'm like man that guy was good and he's out here working his ass off so you know uh just hard working and, and you know and then sometimes people got the juice, you know what I mean? Like Jordan, you know, I signed Jordan Gray and um, Jordan's having a lot of success in the first year and a half of his pub deal. Um, you know, he's got a lot of major, 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 major holes. I can't really talk about with who, cause I don't want to jinx him, but, uh, and then, uh, you know, track one on the Walker Hayes record and two on Lily Rose that, that are already out. So, I mean, he had a good first year and, you know, Jeb Gibson, I mean, Jeb is a little superstar, man. Like Jeb is just, you know, I, I love my roster of people over here. Lynn Hutton, uh, he's got Eric Church cuts. And nobody has those. He's all over the mm -hmm. Jamison Rogers stuff, Drew Green. I uh, got a couple with Langston. 
Um, and they're leaving awesome boys, man. They're, they're a good time. So, you know, I really enjoy my roster over here and it's, you know, there's not just one thing. Sometimes you just hear a song and you know, sometimes you just see somebody and you're like, that's it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's hard to really pinpoint, but you know, somebody that just works hard and he's not, he's not scared to put the work in because dude, I mean, I don't know what the number is now, but when I moved here, 84 people a day moved here, they wanted my spot. They wanted yeah. their spot. They want your spot. You know what I mean? They want to do what you're doing. And, you know, you just always have to, you know, outwork the, the man behind it. It ain't what they say about a bear chasing you. You ain't, you ain't got to be the smartest. You just got to be the, <laughs> the quickest. <laughs> and, you know, you got bears chasing you every day in this town. So, yeah. Yeah. Especially someone like you that's been in the business their whole life. What's your advice to someone that's pursuing music right now? Oh, wow. It's, it's, I mean, it's so tough. I mean, my kids are really good musicians and they just kind of grew up in the wrong time. I'm, I'm hoping that someday uh, that it will be somewhat like it was before, but I don't know. But the real thing is if you're going to do it, you have to be all in. You can't, you can't do it halfway. You have to believe and you and, and never give up and never settle. Just keep going until you think it's the best you got, then move on to the next thing. And you can listen to people, but you need to listen to yourself more than anything else because you know when 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 it's not gonna happen and you also know when it's happening, but people just don't know yet. Now to close out my interviews, I always like to ask my guests what a piece of advice they would give to uh, another aspiring musician, something you've learned along the way. Yeah, hundred percent. There is a lot that I've learned along the way. Um trying to think what phase there's so many different phases of like the the journey that there's like advice to give um i guess for like starting out i think that it's like the same advice everybody gives but just like to have the the courage and everything to to try and to fail and that it's like okay to write a ton of bad songs uh, i kind of come at songwriting from the perspective that truthfully i think anybody could do it um which is not something a lot of people i think believe but like my experience was is that I I could not do songwriting. I did not know how to write songs, and I like really did like dive into what I considered to be quality people and quality songwriting, and like learned how to do it. Um, and so I think that it's actually more accessible than people give it credit for. Um, I think that there's no there's no lost opportunity if you like look at people like Craig Wiseman and like Michael Hardy like I that's like literally what I did I literally would sit there and listen to their songs and like analyze how they did stuff um and learn the songwriting craft from a distance I guess um and I think that from a perspective of advice like the best thing I could say would be to like saturate yourself in high high quality music to the point that you understand why it is high quality um and I think that at that point most people if you have like the musical tendencies can probably write songs. <laughs> now to close out the interview, I always like to ask my guests one piece of advice you'd like to give to uh, any other musician out there that's trying to pursue a career in music. You just do it and don't stop. Like the only way you lose is if you quit. And I'm living proof of that. Um, that's really it. You, you either do it or you don't. There's no, I feel like it or, I, you know, I, it's hard today. Just wake up, remember who you are and what your purpose is. And if this is your purpose, then what a beautiful purpose. It's really worth pursuing. Yes. What's a piece of advice you would give to someone that's pursuing a career as a musician right now? 
Um, I would say, you know, be hard on yourself in, in, in terms of knowing that where you are in the pack, try to attract, try to write with the uh, people that are better than you. I mean, we all do. We all try to write with people that will teach us something and just get in the rooms and keep doing it and don't, don't give up and, and really be as brutally honest as you can about your lyric, about your music. Just try to hang it out there because there's, you know, the, the more that you get in touch with who you are, uh, the more you'll bring to your art. Now to close out my interviews, I always like to ask my guests one piece of advice that you'd give to people that are trying to pursue music right now, something that you've learned along the way. There's so many, but one, okay. Okay. The biggest piece of advice I could give you or anyone really is when it comes to being a professional, like, I mean, there's a million things I could talk about as far as artistic approaches, how, you know, technical approaches, et cetera, et cetera. But if we're talking about being a professional, as in like this roof over my head, I pay for it by playing music. Yeah. The thing that I would say is most important is to know your value as a musician in a dollars and like a true number sense. And what I mean by that is talk to other professionals and talk numbers. Don't talk vagaries. Talk about how much you get paid on a gig. Talk about your salary. Talk about what X pays per day. Talk about what per diem is. Talk numbers. So many people are scared to do it. I am not scared to do it. I mean, I'm not going to do it right here, but like, <laughs> you know, me, I, I have buddies who know that I'm not scared to talk. They know the level of my gig and they'll call me and I'll talk very real numbers with them. And the, the reason I say that that's important is that it helps us know our value, one. Two, it helps you from staying in a situation that's maybe not good for you for way too long and maybe you're squandering part of your career because you think you're getting good pay when in fact you're not. You know what I mean? Like maybe you could be getting paid a lot better for some, you actually enjoy doing more, but you might trick yourself into thinking like, ah, I'm on this like kind of crappy gig with guys I don't really care about, but like it pays enough. Yeah. But like you're, if you're good and you know, you're good and you spend the time honing your craft and all those kinds of things. And you know, you, you, you tick all the boxes along the way as a professional, then you should know your value. And the best way to do that is to talk to other professionals, even if you're not yet. Like if I, you know, if, if you were to come to me and be like, hey, man, you know, what's uh, what's the going rate on like a Broadway shift in Nashville? I wouldn't know that. But I would be like, how about you call my buddy who does know that? And he'll tell you and that kind of thing, you know, because as especially I mean, as sidemen, as songwriters, famously now, you know, the whole Spotify thing and the payout with the streamings and whatnot, it's like. You know, music is constantly being devalued, um, especially musicianship. So to perpetuate it as a viable career for not just me, I'm talking everybody that's going to come after me. I make it a point to always know my worth, get like set a rate. Like this is what I get paid. Like if you want me to do uh, a mobile base session sitting in this chair right here with all my stuff around me, like I got a rate. 
and sorry, if you can't pay it, like I'll tell you who can do it for your rate, but I'm yeah. not going to charge less than that rate. That's no disrespect. It's just how it is. You know, I know my value. I like to close all my interviews out by asking my guests a piece of advice that's something you've learned along the way that you'd kind of pass on to the next generation of musicians. Man, my biggest thing is to always celebrate other people's success because in this in this industry, it's really easy to compare yourself and uh, see where other people are at in, in comparison to you. And, and it can get you down sometimes if, if other people are just like, feels like they're like their success is just flying and you kind of feel like you're stalling and something like that. It's, it's always important to remember to be happy for other people and, and it can be healthy for it to, you know, motivate you to work harder and stuff like that. But always, always celebrate other people's triumphs and successes because like, I, obviously that's what you want people to do for you because you're going to have success too. And, you know, one day you're not going to, you're not going to want people to be like, oh, dude, I'm so pissed that he just got like a number one song. Like, that's not what you want. You want your best friends to be like, dude, hell yeah. I love that for you, man. Like, I love you. Congratulations. Like, that's what you want. So like, always remember to be that guy who is encouraging everyone else and supporting other people because it's, you know, it'll go a long way in your career because I think this town is such a people town and, you know, I think the people who really stick it out and make it are the people that other people want to be around. You know, it's like, if you're somebody who's kind of an, kind of an a-hole, like, I don't know how long you're really going to make it. You know, I know some people like that and they didn't make it super long. So it's just kind of like, and sometimes it's not even like a talent thing. It's really just like, you can't get rights because other people are like, I don't want to write with this guy because he's kind of a douchebag. So it's like, you know, just be a sweet guy, just be a sweet person, sweet guy, sweet girl, support other people, always encourage other people and like, be there for you know be there for their successes and you know yours is gonna come and you know hopefully they'll be right there next to you when you have yours so i like to close all my interviews out by asking uh what your advice is to other musicians i know you've touched on networking but if there's anything else that you think that would be good that's something you've learned along the way um i guess it'd be you know part of part of networking is just be genuine and be kind and just be outgoing and meet everybody that you can. And if, you know, I would say just keep working at it because things that you, you think maybe aren't that good, someone else can see the light in and can make it great. So I'd say just keep pushing, man, because, you know, it took me, 10 years of being in Nashville before, you know, anything started happening. So um, network, keep pushing. If it's going to help you out in your career, go for it. Now, I like to close out all my interviews by asking my guests, uh, what's a piece of advice that you've learned on your journey kind of through music and what you would tell any artists that are trying to get to where you are right now? I mean, just treat songwriting like working out, you know, if you want like big biceps or, you know, you want to like bench more than everybody else. I mean, you need to go into the gym and push weights around, you know? So it's like, for some reason, I don't feel like I viewed it that way from the beginning. I felt like you have to get lucky and be given certain opportunities to be successful. And I don't think I viewed it as like, no, if you just literally do it longer than other people, you know, and like work harder that you can actually just do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think just you like working out, like just make it a point to go in there and just write, like work that muscle in your brain. That's like being creative and like just 
coming up with things and then co-writing, like learning how to work with different personalities, you know, and some of them are going to be terrible and some of them are going to be great. But either way, take something away from every co-write. Maybe you don't love writing with a person. You won't ever do it again. But maybe there's one thing that they did that you did enjoy. Like they never settled on a line. They always continued to make it better, you know, just because it works in the melody and rhymes maybe doesn't mean that it's the best thing you could possibly do. So I don't know. Take something out of every experience that you're co-writing and just just do it, honestly. Like just get in there and work. Spend awesome. if you sit there and work longer, you know, I, I truly believe that you will absolutely get every single thing that you could ever possibly dream of, you know. Now I'd like to close all my interviews by asking my guests a piece of advice that you've learned uh, kind of on your journey in music and something you would kind of tell a younger musician. Oh, that's a great one. Um, you know, if I could give myself one piece of advice, uh, looking back, it would probably be to stop worrying so much about where I'm going or where I want to be or how I can get where I want to be and to focus more on how I can contribute and be a blessing where I am, you know, and then if you do that effectively, then that will lead to other stuff and just trust that the road in front of you will, will be pleasing, you know, but just try to be present and contribute where you are, you know. Now I like to close all my interviews by asking my guests a piece of advice you've learned along your journey. And I mean, you've lived so many different lives throughout your musical journey. Yeah. What's a one piece of advice you would give to other musicians out there? And that's, that's such a great question. Um, and, and too, I, I think I kind of talked about it, talking about my peers uh, that I work with, um, you know, listen to, to other people who have been around you. Um, you know, if you're in a session, listen to what they're playing. Um, there's so much to be learned and so much to be inspired by, um, by all the talent that there is in, in this city and, and other music cities across the globe, you know. Um, it just, it always makes music better when, when everyone's listening to each other. And uh, that's just been a huge thing for me is feeding off of everyone else. And the other thing too, that I always talk about, you know, just because, I've ended up doing so many different things. It's just, you know, kind of follow your heart. And I know that sounds so trite to say, oh, follow your heart, but, you know, figure out what it is that you love, figure it as what that, that fills your cup up, that makes you want to get up in the morning and do and go after it, man. Um, You know, it's one of those things where um, if you just be true to who you are and do what you want to do, you're going to find success in it more likely than not. And you're going to have a fun time doing it. So uh, that's probably the best advice that I can give. It's just find what you want to do, find your own voice and, and go after it. Now I like to close all my interviews, asking my guests a piece of advice you might've learned along your way, uh, becoming a professional musician. And also I'd like for you to touch on kind of how you found like a family life balance being on the road. I know you touched on having two sons. Uh, So -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. What was the, what was the first part of your question again? Uh, kind of just anything you've learned, uh, as a musician kind of, or something you mm-hmm. uh, tell your younger self. Yeah. Um, honestly, just to not take things so seriously, <laughs> like just loosen up and have fun. That's something I've learned over the past, uh, several years, I would say. Um, and just like, you know, there's like, there's so many situations where you get into and like, at least for me and probably a lot of other people where it's like, there's a bit of fear involved. There's always some nerves involved and like um, finding ways to kind of get through that. And like, once you push through that stuff, it makes it 
you know, it's like, yes, I, I did that. Like I was so scared of whatever the situation was and I, and I did it, I pushed through it. And so, um, and as far as like the, the family life and stuff like that, I mean, it can definitely be hard, you know, we're on the trail end, on the kind of tail end of like a two week run. And, um, but you know, when I'm home, I'm home. And so we get to do really cool stuff when, when I'm home. So now I close all my interviews asking, what's your advice to someone that wants to be in your shoes in a, in a few years, someone that wants to be maybe the head engineer of a studio or just kind of engineering sessions? Um, man, I've got a lot of, a lot of things to say about that. I guess just pretty trite, but it's just about hard work. Um, just knowing, knowing what you do, like personally, what your strengths are. Um, and just working on those and excelling at those. I've always just tried to figure out what my competitive advantage has been and it's changed over the years. Yeah. And just kind of, kind of lean into that and make sure that like I, one of the things I focus on now is just like tracking full bands and session management. And um, there used to be so many great engineers in town that, that did that well. And I feel like um, just with, with folks retiring, there's a lot fewer and it's just about being, being fast and being good. And that's, just practice and I always talk about being invisible especially on the engineering side and so it's something I tell my interns that's something I would tell my assistants is our job is to be invisible and that means a lot of different things it just means like you know a we keep our mouth shut especially when you're new you know like if you're an intern or assistant it's not that you don't know what you're doing or your opinion doesn't matter but there's so much talent on the floor like if we're talking about a full band session, engineer, producer, and uh, you know, four to seven musicians on the floor. That's a couple hundred years of experience. So you, you're um, you're a couple years of YouTube videos and and working in your bedroom while it's valuable. Isn't just doesn't compare. So you just kind of stay quiet and stay attentive. Um, and then the invisibility is also about just being prepared. So, you know, A, not messing up. So again, going back to you're good at what you do. So you can handle it competently. You can handle changes. You know your DAW so well that when somebody asks you to do something, even if it's something that you don't do every single day, you've got a decent idea how to do it quickly. Because again, here in Nashville, we move very, very quickly. If you're talking five songs in three hours, yeah. just an insane pace. Um, records go slower than that. But um, yeah, just... And so knowing what you do and then also being prepared. So knowing like, well, we might have so many guitar overdubs or we might do perk overdubs. So having those mics up, if they're different mics, having the, the channels ready in your DAW um, or the ability to do it very quickly. Um, and by quickly, I mean instantly. Like you don't have time to create new tracks, name them, adjust input output press record that's like way too much time we could have already punched in half the song at that point um so yeah it's just about hard work and and that kind of idea of being invisible and um gives it into the hard work and you know early on i always say you can't say no to anything 
Um, you just have to say yes and you kind of roll with the punches and, um, you know, I do like, if it's just something you can't do, like this isn't the, the old Hollywood idea of just say yes and then learn later. I don't, I don't believe in that because people are putting their trust in you that, that you know what you're doing. So if it's really outside your wheelhouse and that's something that happens in Nashville, a lot of my work comes from other engineers and producers and I send work elsewhere. There's a lot of work for us. So it's like, you know what? I can technically do that, but you know, who's really good at that kind of thing. You know, my buddy over here. So go talk to them and the, it's always returned. Um, so yeah, you just don't say no. So then you can get the experience and the clientele um, to, I'm at a point in my career where I do say no, and I'm really trying to find specific types of clients um, to work with. So, but to get there, you gotta do it all in the beginning and you learn a lot from those clients. Yeah. Some of the hardest clients I've learned, the, whether it's patience, whether it's keeping my mouth shut, whether it's just dealing with the worst vocal I've ever heard in my life, um, those kinds of things. Now to close out, I always like to ask my guests a piece of advice that you've learned along your way, uh, not only as someone that's looking to be a tour manager, but someone that works on the industry side, maybe uh, advice to artists out there pursuing a career. Man, advice for artists. Um, you know, I think, I think the biggest advice and what I've been harping on lately is just, just be original and be yourself because there I know that sounds so dumb and cliche but it's it kind of bothers me that like so many people just do the same thing and like do these writers rounds that nobody cares about you know what I mean it's just like do stand out do something different like don't be afraid to like break the barrier I mean with our stuff like we're mixing you know you know rock with country and you know we're making it work and you know michael's making music that he wants to make and you know he's you know one of the most original guys i know and you know he's just he is who he is there's no there's nothing fake about it you know that's that's why i believe you know why he took off you know it's it's being original and like if you're just going to do the same old stuff like yeah you can have a hit but you know if you're you know, not original, you're going to die off. It's originality will take you to the next level. Even if it's a long, you know, incline, you're still going to go up. You know, that's how a long career lasts is originality and, you know, not doing what everyone else is doing or saying the same old, you know, truck this and truck that kind of line. You know, it's just, yeah, it gets tired. And especially when you know I'm listening to all these songs that come in. Some songs I'm just like, yeah, this is it's just not gonna work. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just originality, and even even like you know, someone's you know, um, not even an artist uh, career, but just like crew or industry career. Just you know, be yourself, hardworking, and willing to learn everything. You know. I think, you know, even myself, like I'm learning something new every day. There's always something to learn. And if you don't have that mindset, you're just going to get stuck or, you know, no, no one likes someone that is not willing to be better or get better at something. You know, I could be, I could know everything there is, but someone could be doing something differently that actually works better. And I can right. take that and 
apply to stuff that I already know and become better. It's, it's really all about just, you know, upping your game and just, you know, being aware of what's new, what's not working, you know, um, just a million different things. I like to close my interviews by asking all my guests a piece of advice you've learned along your journey to someone that wants to be, wants to be a professional musician. Mm, okay. Um, I mean, there's a lot of advice. Um, try to be the worst member of every band you're in. Be on time. Um, be prepared. Um, I think those are the biggest things I could I can say being prepared is probably the single best piece of advice I can give anyone. Um, whatever that takes, you know, if it, if it takes locking yourself in a room for a day to learn the music, um, you know, I try to do my best to uh, not use any charts if, if I don't have to um, on like, a you know, a pro level gig. Yeah. So my first, you know, I started, with Jody by subbing for a friend um, and I didn't use any charts. I had the music for three weeks or so. So I had plenty of time to learn it, but um, I, I wanted it so ingrained that uh, I didn't need charts and, you know, charts uh, can be a double-edged sword because you can think you have it memorized, but you actually don't. Mm -hmm. So, um, but all that's to say preparation is key. Um, like I said, I'm not the best guitar player on the planet, but I will come to your gig prepared, even if, um, you know, even if it's like a 20 minute set at, you know, some random bar downtown. Um, I feel like it's, it shows that you respect the music, it shows that you respect the person that's paying you. Um, so that's my single piece of advice is be prepared. Now, I like to close all my interviews asking my guests, what's a piece of advice you've learned along your journey that you'd give to someone that wants to be a professional musician like you? Um, man, piece of advice. I would say, like, by no means have I made it, you know, but I, the thing, what I do is, like, if you're going to do, like, whatever I think in life, if you're, whatever you're going to do, uh, like you like really have to work at it like and it's like to get to where you realistically like where, where your dreams lie like to get to to even think about achieving that yeah you have to work so hard and it doesn't matter what you do whether it's like fashion or like business world like anything you have to do like you have to be that thing you have to like that has to be your thing you have to know everything about it and just just be the best at what you do. Like, really, like I am really trying to be the best steel guitar player and I'm really trying to be the best writer and I'm really trying to be the best, you know, producer guy, like track guy, you know, like I'm really trying to be the best at whatever I do. For sure. And uh, I think that's, yeah, just really work at whatever you do because in some form you'll see it pay off. Now I like to close all my interviews. What's a piece of advice that you've learned along your journey of music that you give to an aspiring artist or someone that wants to be a management like you? That's a really good question. Um, actually, I had somebody tell me this the other day is treat everybody you meet like you're not working with them the rest of your life. Because um, it, it's very possible, especially in Nashville, Tennessee, very yeah. small town. And uh, you've heard this since you were a kid, but treat everybody the way you'd like to be treated. 
So everybody's human. Everybody honestly has the same goal here. We're all just chasing this dream. We're freaking music, man. Like, we could be miserable working, like, which some people probably love this, but you could be a, an accountant working in a cubicle or something. I mean, which more power to you, but yeah. we're working music. So <laughs> we, have, we have very little to complain about. So just, just keep on going. Don't give up because there's going to be times where, like, you're going to be like, why am I doing this? This is not what I signed up for. And it's just all part of the journey. Just yeah. keep on going. Now, I'd like to close all my interviews asking, what's a piece of advice you've learned along the way that you'd give to someone that wants to be a professional musician like yourself? Well, I live, there's one quote I live by. Um, I don't even know where I heard it, who I heard it from. Um, and I don't, you know, obviously don't, this doesn't necessarily apply to everyone. I know people that have done it a different way. Um, but for me, what helped was honestly the commitment and dedication you have to your craft or your dream, really. This, this, this quote can apply to anyone's dream, but I use it in this sense is that it's the best piece of advice I can give. And I, when I used to teach at school of rock down in Florida, you know, like parents would, you know, slightly older kids in their, in their younger teens would ask me kind of the same question. And this is the answer I would give them is that if you are undecided between being in the music industry or doing anything else, like any other occupation. So like, if you, if you're like, man, I really want to be a drummer, but I kind of want to be a doctor. I don't know if you have to, if you can't make that distinct distinction, then go be a doctor. Cause you have to, you have to know ex that it, it is the 100% the thing that you want to do and that it makes up your life. Cause there's going to be a long road to getting to make that dream a career. I think, I mean, it's definitely possible. Um, it is not an impossible dream, but you have to, you have to put your whole self into it. You can't, you can't compartmentalize your mind towards something else. You know, I mean, there's plenty of people I know that did go to college and they had degrees and in music. And, and I know a lot of people, some of those people do play for, you know, large acts. I, I know some of them here, um, but there are a, a larger group of people that I know have like music degrees that don't even work in the industry um, or, you know, so it's it's just like I personally I tried to go to, to college and college for me just felt like high school all over again so I was like I'm done and I just had to get me in a van and drive me somewhere to go play like that's that was my thing I wanted to tour that's 50% of the reason why I do this I mean I love music I love playing drums but the traveling and the touring for me is kind of is a big part of it for me personally for sure but the best best piece of advice to wrap up you got it you have to, have to commit your whole self mentally physically and do anything necessary to give yourself the most, the best chance or opportunity to, to live your dream. As corny as that sounds, but it's a real thing. <laughs> so I like to close all my interviews with a piece of advice that you've learned along your journey in music. You've been through so many different phases. What's something you picked up that you would give to a younger musician to try to, wanting to be in your spot one day? Wow. Never think of being worthy of giving advice. <laughs> um, man, for me, making connections is, it, it has to be a very organic thing. It has to be real. Um, for me, um, meeting people and becoming friends with people, it always seemed to happen at festivals mm -hmm. um, or on shows no matter what it was, um, just being interested in what someone else does 
um, I think that really goes a long way in making genuine connections with people. People in Nashville can tell if you're just trying to be friends with them to use them to get to the next step. Yeah. Um, but being willing to just learn from somebody, um, that's really important. Always staying teachable. It's, it's, I think that's really big because you can create some really special connections that way. For sure. And actually, just one more thing, too. I know on your page, like, I think your bio is, like, Jesus first. How has your yeah. uh, faith helped you along the way, like, in your musical journey? Um, knowing that God is in control of every tiny detail of my life gives me uh, comfort that nowhere else can, can give me. You know, I can sleep sound at night knowing that if something didn't go my way, I know it went God's way. Yeah. And that means that whatever path or twist and turn happens, that um, if God is glorified in it, then I am satisfied. So uh, I like to close all my interviews asking, what's a piece of advice you've learned along the way that you give to someone that wants to be in your shoes? Don't have a backup plan. I know how, I don't, I don't know if that's good advice, but I know everyone that does have a backup plan stops. Yeah. Because it's going to, it's, it's a hard road. And like, don't get me wrong, Nashville is the best move I've ever made. And I think the opportunity there is greater than anywhere I've ever been. Yeah. But uh, Toronto was amazing. Like, like, I definitely had a good career touring Canada. But again, you want to branch and like, it's like, it's like the big leagues in the States. You know, you want to get here because everyone, and then once you make it here, you make it everywhere. You yeah. know, so essentially. Uh, and just America's awesome. The amount of places you can go there, like, you can see everything. You can see the desert, all the, like, the, the ocean. So, like, I love palm trees, you know. And so, uh, I would just say, just don't stop and don't have a backup plan. Because I feel like you will take it. If I have one, sad as it is to say, back when it was low, I would have done it. You know, because I didn't know where I, like, I never planned on being a hired guy. Yeah. You know, you know that must be good advice, because I met Jimmy Allen backstage at a show yeah. one time, and he, said, he said the same thing, you know, if you have a backup plan, you're, you're planning to fail. You're going to do it, yeah, for sure. Even that 5%, you could be putting that towards your music. Absolutely. And yeah. if you're getting into it for the money, stop. Yeah. You know, because it's not bad. Don't get me wrong, if it, if it goes well, it can be amazing, you know? It's, a, it's not a job. Like, the, the job is the travel. That's like what it's like. That's the grind. This is so fun. Like, bro, I'm talking to you right now, and you're awesome. And uh, I, yeah, I just, this isn't work. For sure. It's my favorite thing I've ever done. And it's the only thing I've never gotten bored of. <laughs> now, I like to close all my interviews out uh, with asking what's a piece of advice you've learned along your way to and would, would give to someone that wants to be a professional musician like yourself? Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, the main thing to keep in mind is um, a lot of other career paths uh, seem secure. You know, it's like, oh, well, you'll get a salary right out of the gate or you'll get um, insurance or or this this is a more secure path. And really, um, it's just uh, it's all about your perspective. Um, nothing's secure. I mean, even at a salary job, you could be let go at any time, you know, so there's perceived security. But if you're passionate about pursuing music, then I would encourage you just, you know, carve your own path, just to make sure that you are willing to take risks, you're willing to say yes to pretty much anything and everything. Um, and, you know, eventually hard work uh, will, will pay off. Um, and I would also encourage uh, people don't take work or gigs based on what you think might happen. 
just make sure that like, okay, this gig happens on this day and it pays this amount. And if you're willing to do that, then commit to it for that reason only. And then if things end up escalating and, and you know, getting bigger or something in the future, awesome. But then that'll, that'll help keep you from getting jaded and, and expecting something more than what's being offered. So for sure. yeah, don't, don't be afraid to dive right in and then yeah, say yes to everything essentially. <laughs> now I like to close my interviews by asking what's a piece of advice that you've learned on your journey in music and someone that would want to be like a rap or a producer in the current rap like game. Um, wait, are you talking about, you're talking about producers, right? Yeah. A producer. For sure. Um, like I said before is to have quality music before you send it out to people before yeah. you work with people, because I, like I said, I'd rather someone take their time, spend time, get perfect their craft, have their own sound and then send me stuff compared to just like right off the bat, just wanting to get success and just start sending to people, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all about the music. You know, if the music isn't good, it doesn't matter who you work. For sure. Stand up. Yeah. So that's for sure what I'd say. I like to close all my interviews by asking, what's a piece of advice you've learned along your journey that you'd give to someone younger, like looking up to you right now? Oh, man. I, I've heard this a lot lately, and uh, so it's not an original thing, but it's true, is, is is bloom where you're planted. You know, like you can look at my life and my story so far, my journey in life, is, is I didn't drop everything and move to Nashville because I didn't feel like that was the right thing to do. And here I am working in Nashville every week mm-hmm. with a gig with a guy that's been very successful. Um we, we we can so easily get distracted by, like, what's next? What's next for me? Uh-huh. You know, like, even with you with this podcast, how do I grow this podcast? Is there another podcast that I could jump on? You know? Yeah. And you can apply that to anything in life, whether you're working at a nine-to-five or a musician or you're doing a podcast or yeah. you're an artist. I mean, it's all those things. And and really this being, being thankful and having gratitude for where you are right now. For sure. You know? And uh, and I've been extremely guilty over my my journey um, doing this professionally, going well. I, if we could only get to this, mm-hmm. you know, if if Dylan could only have this many hits, yeah. or if I could only have this endorsement, or if I could only, and, and and man, you miss out on so much amazing things God's doing around you when you do that. Yeah. And so bloom when you're planted. That's kind of been my life motto, um, and. So many things in my life have have God has worked out because I was as patient and stayed planning where I was. For you sure. know, I've gotten to be a part of you know quadruple platinum songs. Uh, met my future wife. This right where I was planted. You know, yeah. um, there's so many things. You know, I mean, I could list a million things, and you would have to like edit. All this. <laughs> I don't do that. But that that's I would say that's my solid piece of advice and. And this is a side note. I think this is given. Man, this would be cool. So many people in our gender. How old are you? 20. So you're 20. So I've got a decade on you. <laughs> so I'm speaking to your generation right okay. now. Because cause it, it doesn't seem like that big of a gap, but it is. It's crazy. Like life for 20 to 22-year-olds. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of 21-year-olds traveling with us on the bus. And like <laughs> that's when I realized, I was like, okay, I'm like getting older. Like things are different now. Mm-hmm. Is man, this dang gum it be nice to people. Yeah. Don't be arrogant. You know, I I ruined so many friendships and or could have been friendships 
by letting my arrogance get the best of me. Mm-hmm. You know, just be humble and be kind. Be nice to people. Yeah. Put your yes on the table. Somebody asks you, you you message me randomly about doing this podcast. Like, heck yeah, why not? For sure. You know, so you just never know. You just never know if you just be kind and have your yes on the table. What God's gonna do, you know? For sure. And so that's what that's my other side piece of advice. After the bloom, just be planted. nice. Right? Just be, this be cool, dude. <laughs> What's the piece of advice that you've learned along your journey that you'd want to give to a young artist or producer moving to town, wanting to make it, wanting to be where you are? Um, just like keep going. Um, when I moved to town, they used to say for songwriters, they they used to say uh, that Nashville was a ten-year town, and that you could expect to grind it out for ten years before maybe you got a cut or or a big hit. And I don't know if that's true anymore, but um, it really is the thing, you know, the tortoise and the hare. You, if you keep going, you'll just meet people in this circle. Your circle will get smaller. And, and always, uh, you can always like ask people, like when I've been at sessions as a bass player, I would ask the engineer, man, hey, why are you using that Valhalla reverb or how do you do your compression for vocals? And everybody has always been guitar player, fellow bass players, like so helpful. Hey man, let me show you this. This You'll like this. And that's a big thing. It's like when you get with people that are further down the road uh, in Nashville, everyone's been great and super helpful. It's, It's really more camaraderie than competition, I'd say. Uh, but I like to close my interviews with what's a piece of advice that you would tell someone that wants to be in your shoes that's kind of on the come up in the music industry right now? Um, now, is this if they don't live in Nashville already or if they do? Or uh, do it could be either or. Just someone that wants to, to make it in the music business. Maybe they have to move to Nashville. Maybe that's step one. So yes, point blank right there, step one. If you want to make it in the music industry, I would say move to Nashville. It's not called Music City for a reason. You know, it's like, this is where everything's made. For sure. LA is great. New York's great. But Nashville where is where everything happens. And you definitely have to move to Nashville. And I would say also when you move here, don't get discouraged if nothing happens within two to three years. It takes time. They call it a five to 10 year town. Mm-hmm. So if nothing happens, even after five years, you know, like maybe then start to reevaluate, but like still give yourself some time. So it doesn't hurt. And, but yeah, definitely to be in Nashville network as much as you can. I would say one of the biggest things play out as much as possible. The more people who see you play and you're, if you're a good player, your name's going to get around town. Um, And don't be afraid to start playing on Broadway. You know, if you want to just start making an income playing music, that's a great way to start. I did that. And then what I should have said when I was, visiting Nashville's I met a guy at a clothing store that's no longer around but he and I got coffee when I first moved here five months into town he was leaving a gig that was a touring gig nothing major but he contacted me and said hey you should come audition I did I got that gig I did that for about six seven months before meeting Luke and it wasn't a bus gig it was just a fun touring gig going around the country and stuff but it was still a great experience sure and um so yeah, I mean, just don't say no to anything that, unless you think it's really not for you or it's not going to suit what you want to do. For sure. But for the most part, say, 
think about it first, but then, you know, if you think it's right, say yes. So. Now, I like to close all my interviews asking, what's a piece of advice that you would give to younger players out there, something you've learned along your journey that would help them get to where you are now? Well, um, I guess, I think the two things I would say is it's never too late. Like my story is very odd. I'm in my mid thirties and I just switched into playing music full time. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the old man in, in Zach's band and I, I don't care. I love it. I'm having a blast. Everyone uh, is so friendly and respectful to me. I mean, we just played in Pittsburgh last night and um, my parents came to see Zach for the first time awesome. and he was passed passing around a poster uh, before the show and he was having everyone in Zach's band signed it, everyone in Charles' band signed it. And I thought, oh, this is going to be for the venue. And then he gave it to my parents. Oh, wow. And I was like very touched, you know. So, nice. so, I, so I, I would say it's, it's never too late to, to follow your dreams and make, a, and make a pivot in your career. And the other thing I would say is always lead with kindness because that's what's worked for me. Um, you know, everyone's going through different things out here in the world and we need to re be respectful of that. But when we're talking about, you know, your profession and the connections you make with people, work hard and lead with kindness. That's, that's my motto and that's what work has worked for me. Wow. So much great advice has been given in this episode. I have to say that the thing I've learned the most by interviewing all these musicians is that if you don't enjoy the climb, then you won't enjoy success that much because the climb is when you really put the work in to make success taste only that much sweeter. And the other thing is, if you put in the work, success is bound to happen. So take the time to rehearse, take the time to write that song, and don't give up. And remember, everyone starts small. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, and check out all our other interviews. We'll see you guys next time.